T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. And the driving jam time. And the Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City! Now, Sports Open Live on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. The baseball season will not start on time. They have canceled the first two series of the season after the players and the owners could not come to an agreement in Florida today. No scheduled talks yet. They could resume as early as Thursday, according to Commissioner Rob Manfred. But again, nothing is scheduled, so we'll just sit here and wait. As of right now, there is still some hope that the home opener for the Cardinals will still happen on the 7th of April. And with that being the case, the uh, they would have the Pittsburgh Pirates in town. But again, if the sides are as far apart as we have been hearing, I, I, I don't know how much hope I have that is going to happen. But, but it is still there. There is still a possibility as of right now. I'm Chris Ranji on Sports Open Line. In for wheels. He will be back. We are with you until 8 o'clock. He's going to be back tomorrow, uh, by the way. And at 8 o'clock tonight... We will bring to you here on KMOX the State of the Union address, and we will have that for you commercial-free. Going to get back to your calls in a moment, 314-436-7900, I uh, just want to read a couple of tweets for you from Alex Wood, who is a pitcher with the San Francisco Giants, and this was these were from this afternoon. And he says, for what it's worth, MLB has pumped to the media last night and today. There's a momentum toward a deal. Now saying the player's tone has changed. So if a deal isn't done today, it's our fault. This isn't a coincidence. We've had the same tone all along. We just want a fair deal and to play ball. He also says, the last 24 hours, I'd say there was cautious optimism on the player's side because the owners were actually at the table negotiating with us toward a deal. What we're asking for is more than fair. If there's no deal, the optimism from MLB was a PR illusion to make it look like they tried. And this was all before we had the news that, um, in fact, it was going to fall through. And, and I agree with him because that's how it looked. In fact, late last night, kind of felt like, based on the reports, the players were about to give in. That's what it sounded like. 
because they were getting close to a deal, or at least uh, those from the the Major League Baseball side were reporting that they were close to a deal. And again, Manfred walked by the media, remember at one point yesterday, and said, we're working at it. And there was a lot of optimism in that statement. But the reality was they were never particularly close. And I gave you some of those numbers from earlier of what the players were asking for in terms of the competitive balance tax, which is maybe the major sticking point in this entire negotiation. In reality, if you look at where revenues are and the fact they continue to go up, the players, if it was all fair and we were doing competitive balance tax based on revenue and based on where it used to be just a few years ago, the players probably could have asked for around $290 million, if we're being fair. They weren't even close to asking for that. For the first season, they wanted 238. And it climbs up gradually from there until they get to 2026. Totally reasonable, but the league was not going for it. The league offered 220 in the first year and kept that number the same over the next two seasons after that. 220, 220, 220, which there's no way a deal like that is going to get done. And I do believe the players on this, that if the owners really wanted to get something done, the kind of negotiating session they had late last night into the morning, they would have been doing that for weeks. They would have been doing that since December, but they didn't because they were trying to get as much from the players as possible. Uh, We're going to talk to Scott Miller from MLB Network Radio in just a moment. Let's get to a call quickly here. Jimmy is in Valley Park on KMOX. Hi, Jimmy. How are you doing, sir? Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. My, My comment on the whole situation, everything, it's all greed on both sides. I understand the union. I respect the union because they're trying to get a fair balance for the revenue. But nobody cares about the fan. You go to a ballpark, you go four guys, you buy a round of beer, it's 40 bucks. You buy a hot dog, 10 bucks. You have a drink, it's 20 bucks. What is wrong with these owners and the ballplayers, all of them? 1981, 82, 83, 84, 85, 86, I had season tickets. $5.50 box seats. I have four of them. Six dollars the next year, seven six fifty, and it went up fifty cents a year. A bush was seventy five cents. I took my family, had a wonderful day. That's what baseball was about: to take your family, go out, enjoy the day at the ballpark. That's what Augie Bush did. He gave back to the community. He said, "Come on, have a good time." Back then, you could smoke a cigar, but that's different. The point I'm trying to make is, it's not about the fans. What about the fans? Why don't they lower prices? Why well, don't they Jimmy, do something to help us? Yeah, and, and I appreciate I'm I, not going to. I don't go to games no more. I wouldn't go to a game. I'll watch it on TV, okay. but I won't go to a game. Now, okay? I, 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 I got to get moving here, and I, I appreciate the phone call, but the reason they don't lower prices is because other people are buying the tickets and other people are paying for the beer. The only way to lower that, and there there are special uh, price nights and stuff like that that happen throughout a season, but this goes for every ballpark in America. They will lower prices when you stop going. And I don't mean you, but I mean all of you. 
when, when you all stop going, when you all stop paying for beer and paying for concessions and paying for parking and paying for all these things. But the fact is, there are a lot of people who still do it, which is why the prices are what they are. None of that is the player's fault. None of that. All's happening here is the players are looking at how much is coming in and they're saying, well, wait a minute, we're here. All these people are in this ballpark paying all that money, paying $15 for a beer, paying all this money for a hot dog and for a ticket, not to mention the ticket. And you're making all that money off of us. Well, we want a bigger slice of the pie then. And they're right. They are absolutely right. Especially when you consider a lot of teams, as gambling becomes legal in more states, are going to have sports books in their stadiums. They're going to make money off that. They're making more and more off television revenue. There are a lot of revenue streams coming in. And also not to mention that a lot of these teams now have like ballpark villages, like we have here in St. Louis, where money is coming into those uh, buildings because of the games that are happening across the street and the players that are playing. So there are a lot of revenue streams coming in based on what the players are bringing in. And and they are the ones that you are paying to see. Maybe not Jimmy specifically, but hundreds of thousands and really millions of people per year are paying to see those ball players play. When we come back, we're going to talk to Scott Miller from MLB Network Radio. Get his thoughts. I'm Chris Ranji on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. And it's a gunner! Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Kyle McClellan, who served as a player rep, will be joining us here this hour on KMOX. Get his thoughts on what happened today. The first two series of the MLB season are canceled. 
because the two sides could not reach an agreement today. But in the meantime, we are joined by Scott Miller. You can read him in the New York Times, also hear him on MLB Network Radio, and he's with us now on Sports Open Line. Good evening, Scott. How you doing? Uh, okay, Chris, I've been a little better, as most people that love the game have been, I'm sure, today. I, I, uh, and I trust that's probably how you are. Yeah, uh, I mean, last night I was feeling, I, I got caught up in the optimism but, yes. I mean, there was part of me that was sort of like, I don't I don't know, but I'd say 80% of me was like, okay, maybe this is actually going yep. to happen. Is that where you were? Yeah, and that's, that's, that's what makes today doubly crushing. Um, yes, there were all kinds of reports last night, and it looked like, you know, I, I mean, even to the point where it said both sides were, as the hour got past midnight last night, that for a bit it looked like both sides were going to stay on site and not even take a break. They were determined to get something done uh, and, and before they left last night. And so, yes, you went to bed feeling well after a long, cold winter. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully it'll get done. And then you wake up today and it's ugly again. And basically, uh, after it looked like a deal could be done last night, you know, Today, the players are, you know, the owners are saying, well, the players backtracked from where they were last night. And then the players' response was, we've never changed our tone one bit. They just publicly leaked that we were close so that basically they could make us out to be the bad guys. And on and on it goes. And, you know, I mean, I don't want to say the sport will never learn. I think 26 years of labor peace uh, since the last 19th strike in 1995, or I should say work stoppage, it's been a nice, long, extended run. But, you know, for those of us that have been around long enough to uh, have covered baseball in that 94-95 strike, and, and, you know, I'm one of them, um, all of a sudden these 26 years of labor peace are melting away because – this is so reminiscent of how ugly things were back then and not, and worse, not just how ugly they were, but how much damage that 94-95 strike did to the game. And, you know, here we are now. Uh, people are already sick and tired of the arguing that has been going on the last few years, especially in the summer of 2020 as is, is COVID hit. We just played it. it. It was ridiculous what it took to get the game back on the field in 2020 just for 60 games. And now – you know, it seems like last year it barely happened, and here we are again. So the players are as unified as we have seen them in a long time. That could yes. change. You know, there could be some fracturing as time goes on. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. So if that remains the case, I, I mean, what's going to have to happen here? Somebody at some point is going to have to budge. Who is it going to be? Yep. Yeah, and and – the owners are clearly are gambling right now. It's going to be the players because um, of what you said. Uh, and, 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 I mean, you think rationally and, and logically, you figure what's going to happen is, here's a quick reminder for fans and listeners that maybe don't know, the players don't get paid during spring training anyway. They'd start drawing their paychecks when the season starts. So, you know, the cynical side of, of me and of many has been, well, this isn't going to be settled until people start losing money. And that's going to come more in April. The owners lose a bit in spring training money, but by and large it's April when, when the owners start losing revenue 
and the players start missing paychecks. And the owners are gambling that, uh, you know, with canceling the first two series today of the regular season, that that serves notice to the players. Well, you know, look ahead, look at your paychecks. Now deduct the first seven or eight games of the year. You're not going to be paid for that. Um, yet the players seem pretty unified right now. And, um, you know, they, we'll see. I mean, I, I think on this one, I, it's hard to predict, and I'm so bad at prediction, but to your question, who's going to crack? I mean, right now, it, the, it, to your point, the players look really, really resolved, and, you know, it, it, it looks like it may have to be the owners that crack. Scott Miller from MLB Network Radio is joining us. Uh, if anybody, Scott, who here is being unreasonable? Um, I think, by and large, the owners. I mean, they've schooled the players in the last two negotiations for the base CBA, and a lot of people saw what's happening right now coming after that CBA that was negotiated right after the 2016 season. I mean, since then, baseball's gained record revenue, and the players' average salary has declined. It, it, it was less last season than it was in the previous 162 game season in 2019. So, you know, you do the math and, and, and revenues are up and player salaries are either flat or declining. And I, I mean, I look at the NBA and I'm certainly not an NBA expert, but a sport works best. The NBA, Adam Silver, the commissioner there has done a nice job. It seems to me, of creating a partnership between the players and the owners. And and that's when a sport works best. And right now baseball's got the farthest thing from that. So, I mean, I I think the owners, uh, you know, have have, with analytics moving in, um, it's that combined with the owners, you know, owners getting the, 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 the whole tanking issue. The, there, there is, I think the players are correct to be concerned about a lack of competitive integrity uh, or that, that, that is, you know, it's chipping away at the integrity of the game. I mean, the Baltimore Orioles have been on God awful unwatchable now for the last four or five years. And they're following in the tradition of the Astros and the Cubs and the Marlins and certain other teams that, you know, strip down to the core and basically feel a glorified minor league team uh, while they're rebuilding. They think they can rebuild faster that way. And, um, you know, the players have long talked about salaries being depressed, owners basically, uh, you know, the players basically looking at the owner's shenanigans, uh, for lack of a better word. I mean, you know, shenanigans being what I just mapped out on on on, on tanking, on, you know, figuring out ways to increase revenue streams, but yet depressing player salaries, squeezing free agency. That's, that has to do with, you know, the computer emphasis in the game right now, you know, which shows after 30 years old, players are going to decline. Um, so all of that, you know, the owners, I think, need to give some, um, you know, you can make an argument from the player side that, you know, look, what you lost in the last two basic agreements, you, you're not going to gain everything back in one fell swoop in one negotiation you know you're gonna have to gain incrementally um so there you go uh we're at an impasse right now although rob manford wouldn't use that word today for legal reasons i think because 
they have to follow the National Labor Negotiations uh, Board's rules. Um, but, you know, it's it's basically you can find fault on both sides. I, I To me, the owners are being a little more unreasonable. Last thing before we let you go, got about 20 or 30 seconds here. How long do you think this goes on? Well, I'm worried now that the the season won't start until May or June. Um, I, I mean, I think if this was truly the last "quote unquote" best and final offer that the owners are going to give, and the players walked out on them, uh, you know, we don't even know when the next negotiating session is going to be. I hope there's hope it might be Thursday, but you know, at the same time, I mean, Rob Manfred basically claimed every proposal the owners made the last proposal, you know, so, so guess whose turn it is now. Basically he put the owners on the players to come back to them with more proposals. And, you know, whether they resume talks anytime soon or not, it's not known right now. Um, But it's almost like when this thing blew up today, it's kind of like it's on from the players association side. Scott, appreciate your time as always. Thanks for checking in tonight. I hope next time uh, we we can talk about the miraculous uh, last-minute deal they created, uh, but we'll see. Thanks, Chris. I agree. Thank you, Scott. That is Scott Miller, MLB Network Radio. You can follow him on Twitter at ScottMillerBBL. Kyle McClellan was a player rep. We'll talk to him next. I'm Chris Ranji on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. And it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. The union and the league could not come to an agreement today in Major League Baseball, so the season is not going to start on time. That is official. I'm Chris Ranji on Sports Open Line tonight. Good to have you with me. Until 8 o'clock, we've got the State of the Union address coming up. That will be brought to you commercial-free, by the way. Uh, Right now, we are joined by Kyle McClellan, former Cardinals pitcher, and at one time was a player rep. Uh, for the union, so he's got a little bit of inside knowledge on how these things work, and Kyle joins us now. Good evening, Kyle. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm okay. So uh, your initial reaction, you, you've been following what's happening, and, and here we are. Yeah, well, I mean, I think my reaction is the same as I would assume the players' union, the owners, and all the fans. It's disappointing, you know? I mean, you, you uh, uh, nobody wants to hear about games being canceled and, and sides not coming to an agreement, and um, unfortunately, that's where we are. So I think, you know, leading into today, everybody's optimistic. You know, I think whenever you go into these um, as a fan, whenever you hear the reports, I think you have to be really cautious with what you're hearing and, and where the, the information's coming from because sometimes they get leaked out from one side or the other. And um, so I think even, you know, hearing today, it sounded like a deal was going to get done. It was like, man, I, I never believe it until it's done. <laughs> so, um, you know, it was optimistic something could get done, but unfortunately – you know, here we are, and um, hopefully they can get back to the table soon and, and, uh, and get it done sooner than later. We've been talking a lot about how the union seems to be really together on this as of right now. But, but again, it's only March 1st, and actual games, have. we know the first couple series are getting canceled, but actual games have, have not been lost just yet. How long can they stay this unified, and does this sound different than usual? 
Well, I, I hope we don't find out. Um, you know, I hope it's 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 not something that they're going to test it. I, look, historically, the the Major League Baseball Player Association is extremely strong. Um, they're well funded. They're well financed to to be able to to you know. Um, get through things like this and keep players, you know, on on little stipends and things like that, just to kind of get them through financially. I don't think you'll be able to break the players in terms of, you know, like guys breaking off because they got to they they got to go, they got to get paychecks. They've been prepared for this. They, players have been told for years, start saving your paychecks. This negotiation is going to be tough. Um, it's going to be ugly, and uh, and so they're prepared. And and I think, um, you know, the players going into this had an idea that this might be. Um, a situation they're in, and and so they're um, you know prepared to do what they have to do to 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 get to what they think is an acceptable uh, agreement. So we, we've heard that the union has sort of a war chest; they can help out a little bit. What what mm-hmm. sort of help are players getting right now, or are going to get? Yeah, so I I read the other day that you know they're uh, for the month of I think it was January, February, or maybe February for the spring training, they're getting a little financial support. Um, that they can apply for, and um, you know, and then they, so they they store the licensing money that that players receive for, you know, all the um, t-shirts and all the things that are sold all goes into a fund, and and players get a portion of that evenly distributed, and so those uh, checks get held back, and then it it uh, it can fly players around the country and um, you know pay for these meetings and things like that that need to be um, had in order to. Um, come to an agreement, and so they they kind of use that, and then as they get to the season, players can apply, um, and then they can they can uh, be funded out of that fund. Um, you know, it's obviously not close to what their salary is, but it's something that they can have um, because they players plan to to be played during the the championship season. Um, you know, payroll, and so um, through that time, they can get uh, get a little bit of money just to make sure that they're able to get through. Uh, former pitcher Kyle McClellan is joining us here. And, and as you look at, at what was the content of the negotiations, what the players are looking for right now, does any of it seem unreasonable to you or somewhere where you could see some room they might be able to budge or should move off of where they are? Well, I think both sides, right? I mean, that's where I thought maybe you had a chance to get it done as they were talking yesterday about you know, coming into this negotiation, I think everybody knew it was going to be a tough one because, you know, if there's one major issue, you can work to that. Coming into this, you knew there was like three or four major issues, and that's that's going to be tough, especially when talks really didn't start happening until recently. You know, I mean, in December and January, there wasn't anything happening, um, at least as long as, as far as the general public knows. I don't know if things were actually happening, but it sounds like nothing was happening. The phone wasn't ringing. And so now all of a sudden you're trying to hammer all these things out that are major issues uh, up against the deadline. And that, that could have been a strategy to, to make you feel desperate and, and to, to lunge at something and take something that if, if you had more time, you wouldn't do. But, um, you know, I think there's a lot of major issues that, that's, uh, that, that's going on here. I also think that the players are trying to get back some of, of the last negotiation. I think they, they didn't go the way that they, they wanted I don't think a lot of players were happy with the last CBA five years ago. And so I think they're trying to, to gain some ground um, from the things that they lost there. And, uh, and that puts you in a, in a tough spot, you know, and both sides are anchored in and, and, uh, and not willing to budge. But, you know, once you start, you know what the other side, what the, what the contentious areas are. And, and so now you start to rank them, right? Like say it's one through six. Okay. So, so, you know, expanded playoff could be one and, 
and the competitive competitive uh, balance taxes too, and all these different things, and you start ranking them, and you say, okay, I can I can give up one if I get four, five, six in return. I think that's an even exchange and trade, and so I think that's what you're into now is trying to figure out what can we go without and what are the things that we absolutely need to have and where can we trade. And we're going to lose in some areas. We're going to have to give up. But in these other areas, we want to make sure we can make up for it and uh, and get what we think we deserve. One of the major issues is pay for younger players. What the union is asking for, does it? do you think it goes far enough to, to help solve that problem? Not just the younger players, but the guys who are underpaid. You know, not everybody is a millionaire. In fact, in fact most players are not. Which which goes against what a lot of uh, you know the general public believes. Yeah, I, you know, I, you you start to get into into things there. I don't want to speak on without being in that room and really knowing. But the general sense is like if you look at the at the overall minimum salary for baseball compared to other sports, it's 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 lower than than other sports. And so obviously they want to get that up to par with the other major sports uh, here in the U.S. Um, and, but then you have to, you know, and that's what I'm saying. You have to, okay, well, if we're, if, if the, if the league minimum is going to go up to 640 or 650 or 700, whatever it is. So we're able to get those younger players more money there, but we're not getting the two plus players and the arbitration eligible, you know, it's still that 22%, but now the other guys are still, they're actually kind of getting a raise because of what we're doing. So those are the things you have to weigh out and you have to look at the dollars and cents and see how much. Um, how much that that evens out and equals out, and and uh, and, and you know it, you have you're trying to take care of your younger players because the reality is the average lifespan of these major league players is very very short. Not a lot of play, people have the opportunity to get the arbitration eligibility to where they can you know start to sign those multi million dollar deals, and and so that's what they're looking out for. But you also don't want to you know devalue your veteran who's been around for nine or ten, eleven years who's, you know, you don't want to cut his salary. So it, it's a it's a tricky line there that, that they're trying to play with the players and make sure that they're they're thinking of everything, um, running every scenario through and uh, and making sure they come up with something that, that they think is fair for, for all 1,200 players, you know, not just one select group. The last thing for you, Kyle, and, you, you know, these, these people are humans, so sometimes animosity and sometimes spite will find their way into things like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if because it benefits both sides to get something done, if, if maybe that won't enter into the equation here over the next, however many days or weeks it takes to, to get something done. Do you think it will? Yeah, I think they're going to get something done. I think you're, you know, you might get to a point where both sides are wanting to see what you're willing to risk. You know, are, are are you really willing to cancel some seasons or, or some games? Are you really willing to, um, from the player standpoint, you know, not accept this offer? And that could have been what it is. Like, let's throw it out there and let's see, you know, if they take this. And if not, if they dig in, like, okay, that now you know where they stand again. Now we got to come back. You know, I don't know what the – I've been at a softball practice, so I don't know what the latest is of if, if they have plans to get back together soon. But, you know, maybe take a day off and breathe a little bit and, and get back in there. But uh, – but look, this isn't fun. You know, I mean, the, 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 you can go to the, the way our, our government works, too. I mean, it's never fun to watch it play out. And ultimately, hopefully it, it does get done. Um, you know, it's just not pretty the way when people see see it play out and see how it does get made um, and, and these deals get done. But, uh, yeah, both sides want to play. There, there's so much at risk at both sides. But you have to understand that they're, both sides are agreeing to a five-year agreement here. So, 
you know, it's not like, well, we can just do this and come. I mean, this is what you're locked into for the next five years. And both sides want to make sure that they're, they're getting the best deal for their sides. And, and um, you know, it's unfortunate that they're not there yet. But, you know, I, I know from the players just being in that room and being on those phone calls, like the players are, you know, they want to, they want to get back at the table and, and try to figure it out. And I'm sure the owners do as well. Kyle, I appreciate your time tonight. Hoping we do have baseball. And, and thank you again for uh, giving us your time. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you. That is former Cardinals pitcher Kyle McClellan joining us here on KMOX. And I think that's a really important point. And it was made earlier today. I don't recall who said it, but um, when you are a fan and you're watching all of this go down and you are saying things like, just meet in the middle and get it done, you're so close. And I understand all of that, but you have to think that from the perspective of the parties involved here, this is not an agreement that is just for this year. They're knocking this thing out uh, so that they don't have to do this again until 2026. That's a long way off. I mean, it's relatively speaking not, but it is a long time to be locked into an agreement and you want to make sure you get it right. And maybe that's why the two sides should have been talking back in December but there was one party that seems like wasn't interested in doing that. I'm Chris Ranji in for Kevin Wheeler. Um, the number 314-436-7900-800-925-1120 on KMOX. It is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Good evening to you. Um, Not really a great day as far as baseball is concerned, if you're just tuning in. Uh, The season is not going to start on time. At the earliest, at least from the Cardinals' perspective, April 7th would be the first day it could start. That is if something gets done quickly here this week. And uh, we could have uh, a home opener here on time. Uh, Keep in mind, if you have not already heard, that any games canceled this season as a result of the lockout are not going to be made up. At least that is what Rob Manfred, the commissioner of the league, has said. Let's uh, take a quick call here. We'll go to Fred, who's in Creevecore. Hello, Fred. Yes, thank you for taking my call. You got it. Um, I, it is not, it is a sad, sad evening, uh, that they haven't been able to, to iron out their differences. My question is how, how have the NFL, NHL and NBA been able to avoid these kinds of difficulties or is it just completely, completely different than, than those three, uh, sports entities? Well, I, the NHL has had issues. I, I think the major thing with that league is there just isn't as much money involved like there is now. I mean, what, what's happening in baseball is the players are seeing the revenues and they're seeing the additional revenue streams and they're just saying, well, we, well, we want part of that because we, we're your product. We're the reason you're making that money. Uh, The NFL, I don't think their players association is strong enough. Uh, Their agreement was 11 years. The last time they hammered out a CBA, it it goes until 2030, I believe. So um, that's going to be a long time. And the NBA, the players just have a ton of power. You know, they are are very, very influential. Um, They've got a ton of leverage. 
And because of that, we avoid major work stoppages for a long time. I think I think when players have a ton of power, it frightens owners and then they don't really have to they won't have to drag these things out. And what's happening in baseball is the owners have won these CBAs over the last several years and the players, you know, I, and I think they'll admit this now, but they probably gave in on the last CBA five years ago and shouldn't have. They agreed to a bad deal and now they're trying to make up some of that ground, which I think they should be, And part of it is they did not think the luxury tax or I'm sorry, the competitive balance tax was going to act as a salary cap the way it has been used. That wasn't the intent of, of having a CBT. So what you're seeing now, the reason there's so much trouble this time around is players, I think, are wising up a little bit, and now they're prepared to fight. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay, yep. thank you. Thank you, Fred. I appreciate the call. Um, I mean, that, that to me, that's what that really comes down to. It's, it's all about that. They just, the, the players have basically collectively said, oh, no, uh-uh. It ain't going to go down like that again. And I don't know how long they're going to hold out. I I would imagine they're willing to do this for several weeks. Maybe they're willing to do it for a couple of months. Maybe they're willing to hold out for half a season. But whatever it is, they have to get to a place where they are more comfortable with the situation they have. Because if they aren't, we're going to be five years from now doing this all over again. Even if the players and, and what they originally offered in this, not necessarily the last week, but in this CBA, the overall uh, discussions that have been going on, if the owners had agreed to the initial proposal from the players the owners would be coming out ahead again. Maybe slightly only, but they still would be coming out ahead. So it almost feels like they're trying to gain ground here. And the players are, for the first time in a long time, saying we are not going to cave in. Now again, don't know how long that's going to last, but I don't blame them for doing this. I really don't. And I hope they get it right. And I, if it takes them some time to get it right, I'm okay. As a baseball fan, I'm willing to forego some baseball here as long as they get it right so that we don't do this again in five years. The problem is there are a lot of people, and I recognize this, and I think everybody recognizes this, even the guys involved in the negotiations, um, they do recognize there are people who make their living off of these games happening. People who work in the stadium, people who work the lots or who are, you know, work concessions or maybe work in the ballpark or around the ballpark in a restaurant or a bar or whatever, who end up making quite a bit of money in the summer. Yeah. I mean, those things are in mind. I'm sure of it. But when you're the two parties involved, you can't necessarily be thinking about that. You you have to get your deal done for you because that's what you're negotiating here. Like you have to be worrying about 
those things. So it's probably not in the forefront when they're sitting in the room. I mean, I think in the back of their minds, they're all aware of what's happening and who's being affected and how. But I think when they are in the rooms and they are negotiating these things, um, they're probably thinking about the task at hand, and that is their own contracts and, and what's going on. And I don't blame them. That's kind of how you have to do it. But this was not the day we were hoping for. We were certainly hoping that we'd be talking about, oh, yeah, they got it done. Wow. Look at these two sides working together and getting us baseball. But it's not to be. want to thank you for hanging out with me for the last couple of days. Kevin Wheeler will be back tomorrow here on KMOX. Uh, thanks to our guests, Scott Miller, Kyle McClellan, and Ben Hockman. I'm Chris Ranji. The State of the Union is coming up next on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.